My name is Tiffany Lee, and it turns out I'm a prophet. How does one become a prophet? Do the religious leaders all come together and put the stamp of approval on a prophetess such as myself? No? Does God call the prophets? Wait a second. I don't think that there can be prophets nowadays because that's an old thing in the Bible, right? Well, there are female prophets. There are female judges in the Bible. And God doesn't give man any knowledge of the prophet. You kind of just have to go by the prophet's word. The prophet can talk to God. The prophet hears God and follows the call. And I believe that we all have spiritual gifts that are akin to all the gifts in the Bible. We just don't think we do. So I'm coming out here on this channel today as a prophet with the message that God is for me. God is for you. God is for us. But did you know that? I know that we go through life and we tend to think, we wonder, is God for us? Does he like me? Am I doing the right thing? Maybe if I work harder, I'll get approval from God and from other people. But what if we started from the baseline that God is for me? God is for you now. What if we started with that? Wouldn't that change everything? Now, this is the same message that Jonah brought to the Ninevites. But first, he got swallowed by a whale. I'm sure you've heard the story. It's one of the first Bible stories that they tell the kids in Sunday school. The interesting thing about Jonah to me is that he didn't like the Ninevites. In fact, when he got the message from God to go tell the Ninevites to repent, he actually got in a boat to go the other direction. That's how he met the whale, because he was going against God's will. But another interesting element of this story is that the Ninevites, fishermen, port people, one of their gods was a fish god, Dagon, who had a wife, a fishwife. So when he came to Nineveh, spit out onto the beach from this whale, this actually was part of God's message to the Ninevites. They saw their fish god reflected in the whale that swallowed Jonah and spit him out on their beach. Jonah hated the Ninevites because they were an enemy to his people. He didn't believe that they would repent, that they were so far gone in their heathen ways that they would absolutely just not listen to him. So what's the point? When he came and gave his message, it was very short, repent, God's coming in 30 days. Everybody got on their knees and started repenting. What does repent mean? Biblically, scripturally, repent means change your mind. They changed their mind and began worshiping the creator of the cosmos. And I'm so excited to be able to share this message with you. I have been coaching for several years now as a life coach. And my message absolutely changes people's lives. But I feel it has been constricted in this business model of for-profit. So you can call me the not-for-profit profit. I am applying for 501c3 status so that... 
This nonprofit is pending 501c3 status. It takes the shackles off me to spread my message. Now, I, like Jonah, have been judgmental. It's kind of a, a quality of being a prophet. There's all sorts of gifts that we could be given, spiritual gifts, prophesying, meaning we can hear God speak, speak his word and see it come to fruition. We can be a pastor, meaning we take care of a flock. We could be an evangelist where we spread an inspiring message, spread that fire, starts revivals. And if you're interested in figuring out which gift you might have, you can feel free to visit my website at tiffanylee.com. I have a recent post talking about spiritual gifts so that you can look and deduce your spiritual gift. We are spirit beings more than we are physical beings. And this is a hard idea to swallow for Christians and non-Christians alike. We feel like this is it. And yes, we talk about that afterlife and eternity, but we are living in a spiritual space now more than we are living in a physical space. And when you can get this idea, then you can start to see the truth that God is with you. God is for you. A hard part of living out our destiny as God sees it for us. It's much bigger than we can imagine. Another aspect of why it's difficult to pursue our gifts, to pursue who we are in God, is that it can oftentimes look arrogant. Who am I to say that I'm a prophet? Who am I? I mean, one, I'm a woman. Am I even allowed to be prophesying? I, I am tuned into God. I think part of the reason is that my work in art has allowed me to be different. I haven't pursued the job and the traditional way of living. I have pursued uh, something above. And what I found is a spiritual path that ran concurrently with my practice as an artist. It allowed me to be different. It allowed me to look on the outside. And it turns out that while I've been writing songs, that in the Bible, prophets oftentimes are songwriters. Go figure. It's a way that we give our message. The main message God wants to share is one of worship and gratitude and thanksgiving. Because when we stay in those places, we are in peace. We can hear him. We are tuned into the present, which is where he is at. And that's why they say good news. What I found is the good news is for right now. You can stand in peace no matter what. You can stand in gratitude. You can worship no matter what the circumstances look like because you believe that God is for you. Now, you will look very different from those around you because when you're in peace and say someone gets hurt beside you and you don't virtue signal and look morally superior by being concerned by dropping your peace so that you can tune with others lack of peace because they don't believe that God is for them or with them. But if you believe that you have to take on the lack of peace of the world, then you're never going to have peace. You have to choose peace always. And peace is a right of someone who knows that God is for them. 
that no matter what happens, God will take it and turn it to good. It's when you want to show how sad you are, when you want to show how concerned you are about people, that you allow yourself to fall into deep emotions like sadness, grief, remorse, anxiety, and depression. And you're trying to communicate to people that you care through those emotions. But the truth is those emotions separate you from the will and the hearing of God. It is only in peace and in the present moment that you can hear God. I'd like to invite you to go to my blog, tiffanylee.com, T-I-F-A-N-Y-L-E-E.com. And there I I am recounting my epiphanies, my revelations at the Epiphany Journal. And if if this has helped you in any way, I'd love to invite you to donate and give to our cause. Let's spread the word, shall we, that God is for me. Say it out loud.